Hey River Vixens, it's Ryan. And Sam. We're here discussing chapter 21, House of the Devil. And no, I'm not talking about Sam's apartment, which we're now in. Well, that's also the House of the Devil. But we're here with a very special guest, the one, the only, the hilarious, the fabulous, the amazing, Kyle Fox. Woo! Um, hi! (laughs) 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 One day we're going to do a live podcast, (laughs) and there'll be thunderous applause, but until then, we are applauding you wild. No, like, I hear it in my head, too, and I I feel like I've walked on stage. It's amazing. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself and your relationship to Archie and Riverdale. Oh, um, you know, besides being, like, secretly obsessed with him... Um, yeah, no, I'm a huge River fan, uh, River fan. Wow, are we calling it that? I like that. Yeah, River stand. Yeah, River fan, River stand. Okay. Um, I okay. started watching the show over the summer, and I watched, basically, I think a lot of people did this. You just, like, went onto Netflix, and you saw it, and somebody at work had talked about it. Um, and, yeah, I watched the entire season in, like, a week. Uh, and then the new season came out, and I was like, okay, let's, like, let's, like, invest our lives in this. So, luckily, I work with a lot of people who are also very invested in it, so... Well, what was your Halloween costume? Oh, uh, I was Veronica. But I was work-appropriate Veronica. Like, you know, I don't think I've built enough clout at work to be able to, you know, dress as a woman. Um, and so what I did was took the essence of Veronica, black, uh, black sweater, pearls, mm. um, you know, tight fitting black jeans. So, um, and I saw I, photos and could attest that it was very well done. Did you have sex later with the pearls on? I did. Yes. Okay. Right. That's important. In front of a fireplace. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Obviously. And that'll bring us to the start of this episode. We started with a lot or, of sex. Where, where do you work? Oh, well, I'm like, well, we were like, oh, no, I should. I think that's sort of like, yeah, we we have an audience that wants to know more about you. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) I'm Kyle Fox. I work at Spaco. I work on a ton of Broadway shows. Uh, I work with a lot of fun, fabulous people all the time. Um, and shout out to Eric Maxwell, who is just a dream of a man. And definitely does not listen to our podcast. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Eric, please text me as soon as you hear this. Um, he better. He's going he's gonna to get CC'd on an email. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, Kyle is Good. a Broadway aficionado, and he is one of us, basically. So that's why he's here. Exactly. So now let's segue into the. Oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> like, leader. I didn't say that. No, it's okay. It's, it's a man's world. <laughs> you can't say that this week. Too soon. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> so we open the episode with uh, Veronica and Archie having sex in front of the fire having sex in many different locations, actually. This is their way of sticking it to the Black Hood. We yes. have a voiceover from Jughead. Also, what is Jughead writing? Like, where is this going? I also kind of feel like Jughead, who is getting a little more humorless and humorless with each episode, like, yeah. you could have had some fun with this. I mean, yes. like, your two besties are, like, doing it for basically no reason. Yes, and... What is it? Like, I don't understand if this is going, like, in a blog post or, like, a burn book or a memoir. Like, what is And, like, why are you, like, writing about your friends fucking? Well, some people seem to think, which I kind of, I think it's the setup, is that everything we're seeing is part of Jughead's 
like book essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is kind of like yeah. yeah. And his dad in the episode is very much like, you know, you better, you know, continue your writing. And it's like, oh, do you know that he's writing about, like, his friends having sex? Yeah. Like, yeah. Think about your choices, FP, you know? Very um, true. But Archie tells Veronica that he loves her while they're having sex on the fur rug in front of the fireplace. Mm-hmm. The All Portugal. over a Portugal the Man song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget. One time, time I have sex with my ginger boyfriend. <laughs> One time in college, I started writing a uh, Portugal the Man concept musical. Really? Yeah, it was a weird point in my life. Long? Yeah, oh. I, a lot of people don't like know their first album. Noted. But it was a little too. It was very like American Idiot, mm-hmm. like a commentary on where we were as a society. I gave it up, as but all conceptual musicals should be exactly. Probably for the best that you gave it up. I think so. so. Archie tells Veronica that he loves her. And Veronica, honestly, I, I, I felt for her because if someone tells me that, I'm like, I love avocado toast. Like, I can't relate to a male telling me that yet. I will say also, like, a boy telling you that he loves you immediately after having sex is like it's cop out. questionable. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, rude, especially in high school. I mean, come yes, on, come on. Like, I'm a boy ready. in high school told me he loved me and then took me to Shrek the Music. <laughs> Similar. Yeah, like, I know. I could. We all have our ways. We all have our languages of love. Yeah. Yeah. So Veronica's very like hesitant. To, like she doesn't respond, and she's like, "Oh shit!" And just kind of like deflects the entire situation. Yeah. Yeah. So I would handle it. But if someone took me to see Jen Cody in a musical after telling me that they loved me, I would probably give in. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, totally agreed. Yeah, but but Archie doesn't take Veronica to Shrek, unfortunately. No, he doesn't. But they do. Sing Oh, they sure do. Oh, they do. Right. Can we talk so about this for a minute? Yeah. Are we just going to jump there? Yeah, we're going to jump there. All right. It, it has to be said. Whatever. Well, I think it's also just like, oh, they're going to play your favorite song from Donnie Darko. Like, yeah, great. That's what we say to each other as people sometimes. I mean, Donnie Darko is a feel-good movie. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, oh, when I'm thinking of karaoke songs, like, oh, I want to sing, like, you know, uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. I want to sing Mad World. Kyle, what's your Darko. go-to karaoke song? Oh, I do not participate in karaoke but if you had at to, all. If you were like threatened with your life, and you had to sing a song at a Chinatown karaoke place. I, what would you sing? I have to say that I mean I'm a big Beyonce fan because I am an American. Like you know, I I exist in the world, um, I, and I will say that, gosh, I mean, I'm gonna. This be, is a life or death. Question. It's a life or death question. I got to your head. Uh, ego. It's Ego from by Beyonce. Okay. I know, it's okay. weird, but I love the... I also, like, love the dance moves that come with it. It's a dance, too, that you don't have to commit to. You no, know? It's just, like, like swinging your head. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a Beyonce, like, fan one, too. It's uh, not like a... No, like, you have to be in the notes to know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I, like... I like, We could go down a rabbit hole with, like, Beyonce songs and, like, I, I singing support. them, so... Ryan, what's your karaoke song? Well, I just showed Sam a video of me singing karaoke in college to Bohemian Rhapsody. That was pretty good. Yeah. It's sort of my go-to. because it's fabulous. Well, it's really obnoxious to do because it's not only seven minutes, but also shows a lot of range. <laughs> <laughs> so it does, like, though. Yeah, it really does. You know, it's a crowd, it's a crowd pleaser, and uh, it kind of shows everything I've got. Okay. I support that. Yeah. See, mine, I always need, like, a squad to come up with me, and mm-hmm. if I have a girl squad or, like, Actually, we're not going to, like, bias this. But it's usually Lady Marmalade. Yeah. And I do the rap. Oh, wow. Thank you. Very good. I know all the lyrics. <laughs> Could you do it a little bit for us now? You come through with the money and the gotta get. You said, and I sound nervous. It's pressure. 
Um, unwell. But the end, it's like, we independent women always take us before I say, why spend mine? When I can spend yours, disagree, well, let's do it. I'm sorry, I'm a father. Three, no, no, like Atari. Buy new shoes, making love to the dudes. It's a badass chase. Like, Moulin Rouge. Cute. Wow. And then sometimes if it's one other person, we do total look close to the heart. Um, yes. Which that is a classic. totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So that's me. But Veronica and Archie choose to sing Mad World, and it's not in Veronica's range. No. It's very much down the octave. In high school, we would always have these choir showcases where kind of like twice a year, everyone got to do a solo if they wanted to do it. <laughs> there was this one kid who... <laughs> I just know that life of like everyone getting to do a solo. You yes, know? Like yeah. When you're in school and it's just like everyone gets to. This one kid... All four years of high school did Mad World as his solo. And in hindsight, I'm like, God, it's kind of scary. Yeah, what was he telling you? I should have listened. Yeah. I think he's okay. He works at Starbucks now. Hey, maybe it was just that his girlfriend did not tell him that he loved him back. Well, mm, boyfriends. (laughs) Got it, great. Wait, (laughs) Oh, we wanted to do a a solo (laughs) inquire? Got it. Yes. (laughs) Archie also did something so passive-aggressive to Veronica where he's like, the whole episode, he's kind of, um, they're both pretending that he didn't say it, and they're going on and, like, going on with this caper. We'll mm-hmm. get into that about the Reaper. Mm-hmm. And eventually, we fast forward, and we're at FP's retirement party, and Archie tries to talk to Veronica about it, and she's like, not now. Let's just enjoy where we are. And then he goes, okay, well, we're going to sing karaoke. I hope you can do that. I hope you love it. It's a song that you love. No, sorry. Like a lot. That is like, such a fuckboy move. Oh my god! Oh my god! The last episode, I said fuck forty-five times. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Crap. Yeah. Um, great. <laughs> no, but he is such a fuckboy. Like the yes. idea of being like, she's like, look, I'm being honest with you. I'm not ready for this. And he's like, oh, well, that wasn't the answer I expected. So I'm going to be really patronizing to you. Like, yeah. It was so mean. And of course it causes Veronica to like pull an anti start of something new high school musical and storm out of the song <laughs> as soon as they're like... About to get to the good part. Oh my gosh. It really is the anti-high school musical yeah. start of something new. It is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's not a song though, right? Yeah. But it's not something new. It's Oof. like... Oof. But Betty to the rescue. I know, but can we also just talk about the serpents booing as soon as like they stop singing? <laughs> Everybody in like the sketchy ratchet bar starts like... The white Boo. worm. Yeah. They start booing. And I was like... Okay, I didn't realize you were that invested in this song. Like, like, we wanted to hear the rest of it. Yeah. Come on. Like, clearly booing. Yeah. Come on, serpents. I don't know. And that should bring us back to Betty's storyline. Yes. So she's kind of trying to fit into Jughead's world. And she's doing that girl thing that I hate, where she's like, what can I do to change about myself mm. so I can be mm. more of the one you want? Yeah. I agree. It's very, it's very bad, Sandy. Yes. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like, we know that there is Dark Betty, but like, yes. Dark Betty is her own thing. It's not, it's not hey, about Jughead. This is like for Dark Betty. Yeah, like She exactly. says she wants to be serpent adjacent to Tony. Mm. And that's, listen, I'm Heart all for of his worlds. Oh, oh, here's this one. Go. No, yeah, no, she just said, I want to be part of his world. Yes, do it again. Oh. Yeah, go for it. Part of his world. It's going great. Beautiful. I, I mean, I get wanting to be part of something. Like, I lived in L.A. for six months and <laughs> told everyone I was gluten-free. But really, I was just gluten-aware. But <laughs> I get it. Like, I get trying to, like, be something because of the situation. Oh, yeah. So it's like, 
You get that? But this is like Betty trying to be like, Jughead, I know we're on opposite. It's very West Side Story. And it's like, let me, yeah. it's like Maria with that. Yeah. You know, but it's like that kind of thing. Betty going to Tony asking how she could be more part of this world mm-hmm. does give us the, another opportunity to visit a new icon <laughs> in Riverdale who unnamed character but that old lady at the bar was yes! everything oh my gosh and like god do the dance yeah. <laughs> she's like smoking a pal now yeah. and she's like you'll never get in if you don't do the dance like god bless riverdale for giving these presumably vancouver actresses <laughs> like, like a chance for two lines on this show like, surreal, honestly oh, yeah. like oh, it's a big show oh yeah show. for sure oh my god that was really good. And then another icon, old pole dancer in the back, just like slow motion, spinning around. It was beautiful. I mean, <laughs> in the sense that you're like, wait, this is also a strip club? I didn't know that. Nope, didn't know that. That Did was not much clear. And yeah, and you're like, oh, great. Well, like, obviously, like, right. this is a place that we're going that... Also, just, I love how Tony's like, yeah, I tried to get rid of it. It's so sexist. And it's like, all right, sure you did. I know. Yeah. But then also think about how all Jughead had to do to be initiated into the Serpents was, like, care for a dog for three hours. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and deal with, like, a and, real snake. Yeah, that should be out of him, but... Okay, but, like, minor things. Minor you know? things, yes. But I gotta say, I did take a pole dancing class once in college. Mm-hmm. It is so difficult. Really? You need so much upper body strength, mm, yeah. and you need to, like, it's all your thighs. Like, you mm. have to, like, hoist yourself up. And I thought I'd be really good at it, because, like, I don't know. Yeah. I should be a stripper, but like I wasn't good at it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not following us yet on Twitter, shame on you. We are at Riverdish, uh, but we tweeted a special gif this morning of Sam Golds doing her own version of a circumstance. In high school, when I was a slutty character in the wedding singer. <gasps> Oh my god. Kyle's watching, I was watching right it. Now. This is phenomenal. Well, also, congrats on having this in gift form. Ryan, Ryan did it. Well done. The internet is yeah, yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. But Betty's intrigued. And she, you could tell, like, Dark Betty is kind of. Yeah. But it's like a version of Dark Betty. It's Dark Betty who wants to impress Jughead. Yeah. She's kind of like, oh, like, I can do this. Yeah. I, like, I appreciate her taking, having, like, the tenacity to, like, get up there finish her best friend's karaoke song. Also, she can sing. And she can sing. Yeah. Everybody in Riverdale can sing. Which, I'm excited, season four is going to have the musical episode. What musical do you want? You know, I think it should be its own musical thing, Mm -hmm. but like, I mean, I feel like I prepped you guys with this, but the gypsy moments in that scene are to die for. Especially that her mother is in the audience. The fact that Alice Cooper did not say, throw him a glove, is just like, it kills me on the inside, you know? I also just love that Betty Cooper did a full-on striptease at her boyfriend's father's retirement party that her mother was attending. It was one of the most uncomfortable moments of television (laughs) that I've seen all year. Yeah. And 2017 is the year we watched Trump get inaugurated. (laughs) So it's saying something. I mean, and what makes it even worse is that it's not like a, like, her being drunk, like, getting on the pole and, like, having this, like, whirlwind dance. It's her, like, casually walking over to the pole, just, like, sensually touching it. And it's like, 
Oh, God, it makes me feel so gross. But that's the beauty of Riverdale, too, is that these things happen, and you just, like, you don't blink. You're just like, yeah, sure. This and of course you walked on stage and applauded her. Yes. Good job. And Lily Reinhardt tweeted today, she says, Originally, the serpent dance involved Betty dancing with an actual snake. I was doing research on pythons for a while. Uh, did she just watch the Britney VMA performance with <laughs> Banana? Well, that wow. leads me to believe that that's maybe what they were going for. Mm. I don't know what went wrong with the pythons, yeah. like how the snake ended up not being involved. But it makes a bit more sense in a way, knowing that, like, a snake was originally supposed to be involved. Yeah, it doesn't look like she needed her props, you know? Like, yeah. that she was sort of, she didn't have an activity on stage, so what was she going to do? Hmm. It was beautiful lingerie, though. Yeah, really pretty. She looks great. Like, tried to look up where it was from, because I kind of wanted mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, like, her being, like, no severe ponytail this episode, so let's better. do it. Let's yeah. do it. She looks so much better with a yeah. ponytail. Also, if we're talking about the Cooper's fashion choices, Alice fucking Cooper, as a serpent, Going back to her roots. Yes. Yes. She walks in in that, like, black, see-through, like... Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. I mean, like, clearly giving, like, Olivia Newton-John bad Sandy oh, a yeah. run for You can tell she likes this. Yeah. She likes being, like... I really appreciate the scenes. I mean, I think we saw this in a, a few episodes back when she was going to the Lodges event where she comes out in that orange dress. Like, she knows how to, like, put a costume on and enter a room. Which, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm crossing my fingers for, like, after season seven of Riverdale, like, Alice Cooper getting the spinoff, you know? Oh, yeah. I would watch that in heartbeats. And I think her and FP had something, like, brewing in this episode. Oh, yeah. What did, she, what did she say to him when he gets freed from jail? I, it's my all-time favorite line of the episode. Uh, again, it's not really an insult necessarily, but I think still might qualify as our ooh, that sticky moment of the week. Okay. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's sticky. Sure. Alice? Is it true what they say about men who have just been released from prison, FP? What do they say? That they are incredibly sexually frustrated. Mom, wow. I mean, so great. What? It really did come out of nowhere, though. Like, nowhere. I, I, when I heard it, I was like, huh? Me too. But then you're just like, yeah. I rewound it. So I'm like, wait. I have to watch it with subtitles, so like <laughs> I like very much absorbed it, but still was shocked. Shocking. Mm -hmm. But I guess Hal is kind of like a fucker now. Like, he, what is he doing? He's just overprotective and like, yeah. yeah. So I think she's kind of like, now that she's mm -hmm. revealed as an ex serpent, yeah. she's kind of like sexually liberated. Oh, totally. She needs some action. Yeah. She needs some action. She also just might have experienced Skeet Ulrich in the same way that I did, which was watching him at a formative at a formative age in both Scream and As Good As It Gets and being yes. like, oh, this is a very attractive man. Yeah, he's still like really enjoyed The dads of Riverdale in general, like, I don't know if there needs to be an entire episode dedicated to that, but I think so yeah. all daddy issues. Yeah. They're all so beautiful. So good. It's Who's all your top good. dad. I mean, like, look, after last week's Stop episode... Stop there, kill. Dads, go. Oh! Ooh. Um, kill, sorry, kill Mr. Andrews. Okay. Um, uh, fuck Sheriff Keller. Ah. Ooh. And you know what? I'm gonna say it. Marry Hiram Lodge. Okay. I, I don't blame you. No, that's smart. That yeah. is so smart. I was gonna fuck Hiram first. Oh, okay. But, but it's smarter to marry him. Either. I know, because yes. there's the money. 
Oh, I kind of forgot about that. I just like the oh, idea. Yeah. See, that's where we go first. Next to Mark Consuelos. <laughs> every night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like the fact that she calls him daddy. I was like, oh, this this show was made for women and gay men because we've all just wanted somebody to say Mark Consuelos. Your daddy. <laughs> yeah. I fully agree with that. I was thinking earlier today how we have not had a single straight man on this podcast. <laughs> and we won't. No, I don't think. No, I don't think. I don't think we ever will. Sorry, straight white. But man. we this love you if you're listening. You. Yes, yes. Yeah. Dad. <laughs> but Alice walks straight into the bar with such confidence, walks straight up, she goes, Give me tequila. Hold yeah. the worm. <laughs> and uh, what's, that, what's the bartender's name? His name's like uh-huh. m- like Moody Eyes or like she says his name. It's like she knows him because yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So it was good. I mean, you can tell she's like a former regular at this place. <laughs> and we're we're drinking tequila in Alice's yes. honor this evening. Uh, I loved the moment, too, after where then she just turns to Betty and goes, oh, you want a Shirley Temple? It was such a stark yeah. reminder of the age of these kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're holding meetings in bars. They're hanging out. Um Veronica's drinking a mimosa every yeah. morning before school. I did that since 15, too. Yeah. I will say another stark reminder that from this episode was when she's like, oh, hey, mom. When Betty's like, oh, hey, mom, can we take your, can you drive the station wagon to go pick up FP? And it's like, you're in high school. Like, drive your own freaking yes. car, you know? Yeah, that was, I mean, that, that felt weird to me. Because I was yeah. like, why would... They're very dependent on other people's cars in the show, and I'm yes. I'm a little. I'm, but then they can randomly drive sometimes. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Or drag race sometimes. Yeah. It's the there's not a lot of. Did the Ryan and I when we heard that we're like oh my drag race we thought it was like <laughs> <laughs> the drag race we know and love yeah and they're like oh no I'm like it's this it's this yeah that was sad maybe next season maybe next season maybe I know next. we didn't get any Kevin Keller really in this episode no we didn't no. We got, like, a little bit of Cheryl, but not... Oh, wait, the Cheryl thing. The Cheryl thing. How do you feel about this? I feel like this season we are not getting enough Cheryl in the least. I think it is, like, one of the problems that I have with season two. Um, I do like what they're doing, this whole, like, her being obsessed with Josie thing. Um, And I want to see where it goes, you know? Like, I think it's it's something that I I find very surprising. I'm like... Because I know that you guys brought up, too, in the last episode that, like, oh, maybe she's bisexual... Um, and I think that's definitely, definitely a possibility. Yeah. So I don't know. I think the mystery around that is probably more interesting than I'm going to just say it. It's more interesting than the Black Hood. Okay. I agree. I mean, I I'm into it, and mm-hmm. I'm curious because like Cheryl's kind of getting a little like single at female. Like she's kind of yeah. getting really obsessive over Jersey. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And getting really really mean to anybody who's standing in her way. Like mm-hmm. this episode, she tried to give Josie a massage, and then the janitor. Obviously, it was like after hours. He mm-hmm. went first in to clean the, dr- like the locker room, and she like called him out and was really mean to him. Yeah. Well, I will say this guy's been doing that. Yeah. This janitor, this you know, I don't want to reveal that he's Joe Svenson. 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 Yeah. Sure. Joe, fake name. Um, like, he does keep doing that. He's like, oh, I'm the bumbling janitor. I'm sorry, Miss Josie. Like, mm-hmm. he's a little, he's a little weird. Yeah. Well, we which last week we did have the prediction, which I still think might be true, that 
he might be hired by Mayor McCoy to be looking after Josie oh, as protection. I still I think that see, might be like a red herring. I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, right? I did not even think about that. Because why else would he be, but we do learn mm-hmm. a secret about him this episode. Oh yeah. Which brings us into the Reaper connection. Well we have, episode. yeah, talk about time in the Conways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No one else gets that. Well but, done. Well done. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So the whole episode, we don't get a lot of Black Hood action necessarily this episode. It almost bugs me because we the stakes are pretty low. Like, we start off with Archie and Veronica having sex to kind of laugh in Black Hood's face. Mm-hmm. Here, we ended last episode with this foreboding phone message saying, you have all sinned, I'm after you all now, blah, ha, 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 ha. And they're all kind of like, LOL. And like, everyone has a letter. Yeah. Yeah. The Lodges tell everyone that they got the letter, but so did everybody else. Saying, yeah. Like, they're sinners, watch out. And they're like, you should see more of Archie, bro. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I did love that little, like, tidbit of, like, mm, go hang out with your hot boyfriend. Yeah. Um, I, I have to say, I was, like, a little bit relieved that the Black Hood situation took a little bit of backseat to delving into more of the relationship between Archie and Veronica and between yeah. Betty and Jughead. Um, you know, I that's where I think it's, this, the Black Hood situation, I'm kind of, I'm getting a little over it. Like, I want more, I, I want to just figure out who the fuck it is, you know? Yeah, who do you suspect? I have my suspicions. Um, I I think it's anybody's game at this point. Um, I will say I think that you know Benny's brother, who was brought up, I think at in season one. Yeah. We'd never have heard from him again, and it would make sense that like he would be somebody. Well, no, I guess she wouldn't recognize him. I don't know. There's it something, might make sense. but it might make sense. Um, he's, we know he's appearing later this season. Yes. So, mm-hmm. checked. I was going to say. I've was... been calling him Cheek the past, like, three hours <laughs> since, but it's Cheek. We... But it's spelled Cheek. Cheek, say la vie. Cheek. Cheek, say la Yeah, it could be him. And we have a theory that it's a team of people. And it could be, like, him, Hilton Doily, mm-hmm. and, like, others. Oh, who's the girl and her dad basically, like, lost everything because of the lodges? The girl from Stranger Things. Oh, um, oh. Midge. Midge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, her dad maybe yeah. didn't kill himself. Maybe yeah, like he... there could be... Yeah, I think he's definitely a suspect, too, even though he is potentially dead. Yeah, yeah so. right now. Or Nana Rose. Or Nana Rose. <laughs> Do you have any theories on what happened to Nana Rose? <laughs> uh, we might as well make this a weekly <laughs> segment, because I'm going to keep asking. <laughs> um, no. I, like, I... Do you miss her as much as I do? No. Okay. No. (laughs) Ryan's like really invested in her. She was my favorite character. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Moving on. So we do get the connection between the Reaper and um, the Black Hood in this episode. And we learn that the, (laughs) the crazy schizophrenic trucker wasn't making that shit up and it's actually a real story about a murderer we get a little my huntery where we like go inside the head of the serial killer that Mm -hmm. killed the family and it's connected because the house that the family was killed in is the house that betty was brought to by the black hood yeah i mean like there are a lot of 
things in this episode that either seem like too convenient or like red herrings like the idea that they come into the house that Archie and Veronica go into the house and they're like that they discovered that there was a third kid like yeah I feel like that's something that wouldn't be very hard to uncover yeah um it's- I thought it was chick for a while like it's Chick. He's coming. I did too until I thought right. about the timeline. Right. Then I was like, oh no. Get but I over. I think that might all... I'm hoping that the writers... I trust the writers. And I think they're smart enough that it... The convenience of it will play out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that... The whole story about... Uh, so we learn essentially that there was a third Conway kid... <laughs> Uh, who ends up being Mr. Svensson, the janitor. Uh, Veronica and Archie run in for, very aggressively. Archie, Archie throws him against the locker. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Archie. Yeah. Dude, take the roids down a little bit. Yes. Come on. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Well, it's toxic masculinity. But, but we learn that <laughs> Mr. Svensson's story essentially was that he snuck out of the window as the other his other two siblings were being murdered. Sorry, Anastasia. And He's watched. the orphan yeah. that, like, survived. I was like, how do you feel? How do you feel? Romans and You really am. I was yeah. just, like, Sorry, we're gonna find out that Mary Beth Hale just, like, took him in. <laughs> She's not a rose. She could put him in place now, Rose. <laughs> There we have it. There's your answer. She's fine. Tony nominee. A Tony nominee. Ben Brantley is predicted Tony winner. Oh, remember really? that? Oh, and this year's times when he goes like, "Should win, will win." Mary Beth Peel, and yeah. I'm like, "Listen, I love Mary Beth Peel too, that, but that was confidence." And it was like in a very <laughs> stacked category that we were all like, "It's anybody's game. Like nobody's yeah. gonna be mad at the winner." Yeah, it's definitely Mary Beth Peel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, I think the fact that the death of the Riverdale Reaper came from this kid going to townspeople and telling them, uh, go after this con man. It it was a preacher passing through town. It's all a bit muddy to me. I I don't think that's the real story. No, but, you know, he also, like, looks at a photo of what I assumed was himself and four other guys. So I wonder, so I wonder if there's like a relationship that maybe they like sort of bonded over the fact that they murdered this murderer. True. So, you know, it kind of goes back to your point of maybe that the black hood is multiple people. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a fair theory. And we kind of end that little segment with Archie looking into his eyes and he's like, it's not him. I've seen his eyes. And it's like, Oh, yeah, like, why haven't you played that tactic before? Right. Like, you know Sheriff Keller's eyes. You look into them more often than you probably do Joe Svensson. Joe Fainting. Why Joe looking in his eyes? <laughs> I planted that for you. Yeah, yeah I thank you for making it up. But um, then there's... Go ahead. No, you go. Okay, first. so then there's the theory that a lot of people are speculating about of just how easy it is to get different color contacts. Yes, but I do agree with you where I trust what? the writers, where all this would not be important this episode. Like, I don't think they're just filling 22 episodes. I think everything is happening right now for a reason. Yeah. Even if it, feels, if it feels like filler, I don't think it is. I think somehow this will all connect into the greater picture. I hope so. Yeah. Watch how it doesn't. I'm just like... <laughs> Color context. That seems a little far fetched. But I wanted them so bad for Hanukkah. Oh in like yeah, eleventh grade. Uh, my my mother had them when I was growing up, and one day I tried them on, and it was 
not a good process. They were blue. And I don't look good, but with blue eyes. I have brown eyes to anybody who doesn't (laughs) know who I am. I still kind of want them. I want, like, green. I just, they had, like, um, the cat eyes. Oh, yeah. the cat eyes. No, yeah. those are too scary. Do so you ever have the contacts that were, like, totally pupil? Yeah. <laughs> they were so scary. They have ones that were, like, eight balls. Yeah, they had ones, yeah. Yeah, not There's appropriate. Crazy things. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to I was giving Ryan a moment. I'm going to keep talking. So, anyway, um, so we kind of end that segment and we go back. Let's go back to FP's retirement party. Mm. So FP gets out of jail. Penny, whatever her name is, makes true on that promise. Ugh, Penny. Um, but FP says to Jughead, because he's kind of uneasy with him being a serpent. Mm-hmm. And Jughead's like, no, 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 I'm my debts are squared away. Like, I'm fine. Like, trust me. And FP's like, okay, I'm retiring. <laughs> so now Betty and Jughead throw this retirement party for FP, which brings us to this bar where we... Have the karaoke. We have all this. I do um, love the. I do love the scene where Jughead and Betty like have to break it to Archie and <laughs> Veronica. Like, oh, we're throwing a party tonight. Do you want to come? And they're like, yeah, I guess. And they're like, also, could you go investigate this mysterious house yes. that's mm-hmm. called the Devil House? I was a hot like, date, yeah. It's like, oh, awkward friendship. Like, we yeah. get it. I think they're both like. Very into their relationships and like, mm-hmm. forgetting about their friendships. Yes. Like, I guess there's no social media in Riverdale. No. So, like, no one's aware I'm sure there yet. must be. I, I mean, if they're, well, I guess there's some because of the Sticky Maple episode, but they're not, like, plugging events on Facebook. No. You know? Sure. Yeah. It, it, it is an interesting role reversal, though, how essentially this episode. Veronica and Archie take the roles that we typically have seen Jughead and yeah. Betty taking. Which is sort of foreshadowing potentially what happens at the end of this episode. Where everybody breaks up. Yeah. Everybody breaks up and you're kind of like, great, well, like, I've seen enough, like, CW teen shows to know that everybody breaks up, everyone gets back together, everyone breaks up. Yeah. Well, everyone breaks up, they, like, hook up with the office people that they uh, broke up with and then they get back together. I don't even want to talk about it. Like, I don't, I want to go back and not watch that part of the episode where they're, like, looking at each other through the window. It's like... Archie and Betty, it's over. Like, you can't do this anymore. I hate it. The narration. Yeah. The boy looked at the girl next door as if he saw her for the first time. What? No, absolutely not. Betty is so boring. (laughs) I, like, I love Betty as a character. I really do. I actually, I think that Archie is probably, Archie's one of the more boring characters. Agreed. Okay. The That's TV right. show. But it's he has that, like, Jon Snow thing that where he's, like, the most noble character and therefore, like, we get it. Like, you're you're everyone's best friend. You're doing every, you know, you're doing the right thing every time. But, yes. like, Jesus Christ, get over yourself. No, true. And I also think, like, this breakup with our two main couples mm-hmm. is crucial for kind of a Gossip Girl kind of thing again where... Alice and FP will get together and it's fine and kosher because they're broken up the yep. kids and it's like fine but then we'll, you know they'll get back together eventually and it's... I really want to see how that FP Alice thing plays out because like I mean yeah Hal is still in the picture he's still there they're still married maybe he's the black hood and then we can just like get rid of him I, know. I think he's very suspicious yeah I don't he trust Hal at all but I feel like I mean we still have a bunch of episodes to go mm-hmm. But I feel like we would have seen more of him and had more of a motive by now. Yeah. 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 Like, it would be kind of a cop-out to have him the Black Hood now. Yeah. But who knows? You still, I mean, it's the CW of Riddell. 
Anything can happen. Anything can happen, which is why we love the show. Um, yeah, but going back to the, their breakups, it is sort of like... I don't know. The reasons that they break up are just so Riverdale, too. It's like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want you to be in the wake of all of my destruction. I'm such a crazy person. And it's like, you're a teenager. Like, you can't do that much damage. Please, like, study the SAT. Although they are, like, dealing drugs. They are. <laughs> in in are fairness to Jughead. <laughs> okay, I will give you that. Um, yeah, I but just. Still. Yeah, but still. It's like, ugh, the emotions. I get it. I get I it. I know. We should mention this, like, this kind of stem for Bughead, at least, because Jughead hated that she was trying so hard to become, like, kind of his right? serpent types. Yeah. yeah. I, like. You know, granted, your girlfriend did a sexy dance in front of your father, her mother, and a bunch of people that you're having a little bit of beef with. And Sweet Pea. Did you see that close-up shot of Sweet Pea, like, smiling in the back? It's like, yeah. mm-hmm, this Ugh. is my shit. Like, what? I kept waiting for a Jughead to, like, go stop her. Yeah. Like, to go on stage, like, put a coat over her. And it never happened. I know. I think that he was... I think he just couldn't believe it was happening. Mm-hmm. I think he was also processing, like, oh, I'm really, like, she is becoming serpent adjacent. Like, yeah. I'm doing this to her. This is my fault. I have to break up with her. Yeah. Um, which, like, I get it, you know? Like, you have to take care of Betty. Like, she is a fragile flower. She She's going to break at some point. Yeah. I know. When is Dark Betty coming back? Oh, I need it. I am so excited for that. I think we kind of saw her, though, this episode. We yeah? Looking in the yeah. mirror yeah. and touching her face. Something makes me so uncomfortable about watching Betty. Like, period. But especially <laughs> Dark Betty. Which I don't know if that's on me or why I, I feel I, so icky. No, no, no. I have two issues with Betty. One, her ponytail is way too tight. Way if that too was tight. my pony, I would have such a migraine. No. I do sometimes have high ponytails. Like you could tell, like it's giving her so much aggression. When we did, um, when we did Riverdale as the like Halloween costume at work, uh, my friend Lewis, who um, was Betty, I was like, you have to slick your hair back so tight that your eyebrows are inside of your hair. And it makes your eyes bulge out. Yeah, it does. But that's kind of good for her because it is good for her. It gives her some like quality faces. Yeah, like the face she made when they were breaking up. Oh and yeah. Her eyes were like wide and watery. So you're like, good. Oh my God, you're gonna have an so good like it was good also I want to point out one more thing about this episode Jackson McHenry former guest he wrote an amazing article about something we touched on last week what temperature is it in Riverdale (laughs) this episode really pointed that out because in every like even scenes that have multiple characters one is wearing a coat one is wearing a sweater one is wearing a tank top one is wearing a winter coat like you never know what season it is no um, and I, I get it, all CW teen shows, like, take place in the Pacific Northwest, and granted, I have never been there, but come on, like, a light sweater doesn't do it every no! time. I just, it's hilarious. Check out his article on, um, Bulger, because it's pretty good, his photos. And we know next week is Christmas. Christmas! Oh, right! So, like, why are you wearing tank tops if it's, I mean, we don't know where it is. Everybody else, like, some little happy mecca mm-hmm. in, like, this little bubble of the U.S., we suppose. Exactly. But it's funny. And now it's the Christmas episode, so everybody's going to be in coats. So. As long as Archie remains shirtless. And yeah. Sheriff Keller. We can find, yeah, yeah, we'll figure out scenes for that. As long as that. And, like, Cheryl can wear a bathing suit again. Like, I'm cool with that. Oh, God. We did not get enough Cheryl in this oh, episode. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the episode where, like, Cheryl, like, yeah. loses it. 
and where we get like maybe it's just like an episode all from her point of view like I'm in for that. Oh, I'm in mm. for that. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. Oh, I would love it. Yeah. I think Cheryl's a black hood. <gasps> I never thought That's... about this until now. But it'd be a crazy twist. It would yeah. be a really interesting twist. But it wouldn't happen because I feel like she would never get rid of the show. Yeah. No, no, no. But that would be a cool twist. And I want more Kevin, too. Yeah, I, I want more Kevin. Yeah, where was Kevin this episode? But I'm, I know. I get it. I get yeah, maybe it. Kevin and Sweet Pea. Who knows? But anyway, takeaways from this episode, breakups, we know the relationships are going to switch. We still have no idea who the Black Hood is. Not even close. But we know there's a Reaper, and we're still waiting for Chick. Not Cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, where can we follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Kyle M. Fox, uh, and on Instagram at It's Kyle Fox. Yes. yes. Kyle has very good content. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Oh my god, thank you so much. You're welcome. You can follow me at Ryan Bloomquist. Sam Gold with two Ds. You can email us, riverdishpod at gmail.com. We'd love hearing from you guys. Tweet us at Riverdish. Please do yourself a favor and go look at Sam doing the serpent dance because it's pretty iconic. Yeah. Retweet it, like it. Check it out. We're off to jail so we can come back sexually frustrated. Love you all. Good night. Riverdale.